I've been in a bad mood since I woke up this morning. I'm in a bad mood because, for the first time since I got here, I'm feeling kind of guilty. Guilty about being in rehab. Guilty about the reason behind my burgeoning friendship with Amber. Maybe even guilty about the truth behind some of the stories I've been telling Sandra. I'm not sure what's brought this feeling about, but I don't like it. I don't like the way it woke me up at the crack of dawn, a few hours after I finally managed to drift off after delivering the note to Amber, or the way it accompanied me on my otherwise impressive nine-minute run. I don't like the way it made me chatty in my session with Sandra. Look at me, look at me, I'm as fucked up as any of the other patients. Or the way it robs my appetite at lunch as I sit alone mechanically eating a hamburger. And most of all, I hate the way it keeps reminding me that if I wasn't in this stupid place, I could have a couple vodka tonics and I'd be feeling too good to feel guilty about anything. If you weren't in this place, you wouldn't have anything to feel guilty about. I know that, okay? I'm just saying. Will you leave me the hell alone? Who are you talking to? Henry asks as he sits down across from me with his lunch tray. His hair is damp, and he's wearing a pair of taupe Bermuda shorts and a black t-shirt with an alt-rock band logo on it. Why does this guy always catch me doing embarrassing things? No one. Seemed like it was a pretty animated conversation to me. Right. Look, if you'd rather be alone, he starts to leave. Ah, oh, shit. No, don't go. Wow. Major overreaction. Stay, I say in a more moderate tone. And sorry. I'm just feeling grumpy today. He sits back down. How come? I didn't get much sleep last night. Because you followed Amber and Connor into the woods? No. Weren't you tempted to? It must have been such a touching scene, he says sarcastically. So why didn't you follow them? He takes a big bite from his burger. Because I'm not a girl. Nice. Hmm, you have some ketchup on your chin. I reach to wipe it off, then pull my hand back. He gives me a curious look as he wipes the ketchup off with his napkin. Thanks. So, why didn't you go? Because it wasn't any of my business. I see. Tell me, you ever read a gossip magazine? My hands start to sweat. Where the hell was he going with this? Of course. Well, none of those celebrities are just like us moments are anyone's business either. I know, but at least I'm not the one invading their privacy. At least not in those particular magazines. But you're one step removed, and if no one reads those things, then the paparazzi wouldn't be there in the first place. If no one read those things, I wouldn't be here in the first place. I try to laugh it off. So, if a celebrity gets drunk alone in the forest, it doesn't make a sound? He smiles. Exactly. But don't some celebrities want the attention? Sure, but does that mean they're not entitled to any privacy? I never said that. What are you saying? That this conversation is hitting way too close to home. That I'm as curious as the next person about how extremely well-paid, beautiful young things live their lives, but I still didn't spy on Amber and Connor in the woods last night. But you read the note. No. He leans toward me, only because you couldn't understand what it said. Why wouldn't I be able to understand what it said? Nice try. Admit it. Only if you tell me why I couldn't read the note. Because it was in Esperanto.
Esperanto? That fake language that was supposed to replace English? Yup. They communicate in Esperanto. Yup. But that's... He smiles a knowing smile as he pops several french fries into his mouth. Incredibly geeky, says the man who can read Esperanto. He raises his hand to his heart. You wound me, Kate, Katie, whichever. You'll survive.